0: Amigos is a proud member of the Throwback Network, your home for quality retro podcasts. And now, here are your hosts, Aaron Dowdy and John Bodovkar-Schaller. Hi everybody, welcome to Amigos. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. I'm Brent. And today we're going to talk about hardball. But before we do... Uh, we got some feedback from the last episode. All right. Did we get feedback. So, do you did recall we? do you recall what our last episode was? The last episode we did was what was it? I don't honestly, I don't remember.
2: Uh we did the amigos spooktacular oh, year god two. yes god, ghost okay. of god. it's funny cuz I uh, bubble ghost I played just a couple days ago.
0: Awesome. Yeah, that's fun. I liked it. Um we, I put a thread up on Reddit. You know, Reddit is where we're getting a lot of our feedback from. Turns out a lot of people are on Reddit it's Redditers, all Reddit the they're
2: absolutely crazy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I, I put uh, just a link up to our site, and I said, what do you think the spookiest Amiga game was? And we got a wide variety of responses. All right. uh, a guy named PB said, horror zombies from the crypt. Okay, sounds spooky. Yeah, he said the music was really eerie. I don't know that, Alan. Me neither, me neither. Um, Atomic Cyber says, ghosts and goblins, nothing else comes close. Um, Jimmy G brought up one that I didn't think about, but he said uh, it came from the desert. That is spooky. Yeah, he said it really freaked him out. Um, And uh, Eric Hill (laughs) said a game called Lurking Horror. Sounds Lovecraftian. Well, it's a text adventure, an Infocom text adventure. And it, it does sound Lovecraftian. Um, it actually it's one of the few text adventures, maybe the only one that actually integrates sound. So as you're moving through the game, you know, entering commands, you That's get neat. Some auditory. Look at that. Ah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh so that is, and then he said second place was it came from the desert due to the awesome kitschy 50s horror vibe. He said the first time you see a giant ant cross your screen is a pretty freaky moment.
2: It is. and Or when you uh, uh, answer the door into the crazy happens so or a yeah. fire breaks out. It does. It just pops up. It's it, They do a good job with delivery on that.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: What about, uh <clears throat> oh, go ahead.
0: No, no. What, what, what? do you think?
1: Uh, Maniac Mansion was on the Amiga, right? Yeah. That had a some freaky parts.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's still, it's got that same sort of kind of kitschy horror well, it, movie. It, movie. It, it gets you laughing just
1: long enough to be, to throw up something spooky. The yeah. first time you see the tentacle, oh like, yeah. ah, click, 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 <laughs> click.
2: <clears throat> you know what gets me is the opening cinematic for, I think it's Shadow of the Beast 2. Mm-hmm. When that lady's there with the baby and that thing, that thing yes. comes reaches down and, you know, she screams and it flies off. Also, that was real creepy. Yeah, yeah. You know, and the music and that's kind of creepy too. All the share the beast games have real creepy music. Those
0: those are almost worthy, maybe for our next spectacular we'll cover Beast Two and Three, since yeah. we haven't done those yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tune in next year. <laughs> <laughs> it's only three hundred and sixty <laughs> days away. Um, we heard back from a guy named DJ Cookie. <laughs> Krooky. oh, Krooky. Krooky's yeah. better. Um, and he is—he uh, actually wrote Alien Fish Finger. Do you? Oh, really? Yeah, that unfortunate and, named game. Right, that's actually really cool. Uh, he says, "Thanks for your playthrough of my game." And he said, "Check out the 2011 updated version." Oh awesome. my word! Yeah, so we'll have We're to have—we're all over that.
2: that. You need to get that. We need to get. We need to get some kind of. You need to ask this guy some questions. Yeah, DJ Crookie, I'll be, I'll be
0: right. Well back done, Crookie. By yeah. the way, that you know, nice why would work. you say that? C r u i c k y. I I'd just say DJ Crookie, DJC, 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 even better. Um, so, uh, what news have we this week, Aaron? Let me consult the news machine of doom here. Uh, we
2: had. Let me skip over here. We had some interesting stuff. For for starters, did you notice the the uh, music video that Eric Schwartz made? Uh, I, I just saw the, I guess it's new. It's called the Amiga Song. It's to celebrate the uh, 31st anniversary of the Amiga. You, this this ring a bell? No. Eric Schwartz is the guy behind all the uh, 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 Sexy Squirrel videos from back in the Amiga days. Do uh, you remember his stuff? He did... Oh, he did the he did the opening cinematic for
0: Super Frog. Okay, he did a, a and he did the uh, kind of uh, uh, squirrel yeah, like sexy squirrel. That's what I just said. Yeah, uh, he,
2: he he did a bunch of animation stuff. They were all you know I loved a lot of his stuff, stuff with jets and some other stuff. Jet. No, not that. And anyway, he did this little music <laughs> video with uh, uh, the kind of like dancing Amigas McCartney. No, it's dancing Amigas. This song, and I have to say, the video was clever, and the ending of it, I was, it was great. What kind
0: of Amigas are dancing? All of them. Every Amiga, even
2: the two thousand. Everything. All right. Everything. Four thousand T. (laughs) Uh, This is linked in the Google Plus. I think I'm going to start doing the Facebook as well. Is that what we decided? Yeah. So. I'm going to start linking. I'm going to start. So basically, you're going to be covered either way. Whether you're um, on
0: Google Plus or Facebook, you can keep keep up with all the news. Thanks to yeah, him.
2: yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, uh, we've been following these uh, auctions on the vampire cards on eBay. Have you been following any of this stuff? No. They've been auctioning off the Amiga, the uh, uh, Amiga 500 Vampire Twos. I believe the first one went for over seven hundred dollars. Wow, not and the,
1: surprising.
2: And they've got another one up that's I think the last time I checked was over five hundred dollars.
0: And the original MSRP on these things was like three fifty, right? Well, they've changed. I know that, that they I know <laughs> that they raised the price. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, the uh, let's see, there's anything else we... Have. Oh, I'm just to cover some stuff that we'll probably go over when we actually talk about the site news. Uh, Gary's had some interesting stuff go up this week, and he's looked at a couple of interesting. Um, Amiga editions, uh, some more corrosion stuff. He looked at an A five hundred, like a hard drive or a hard drive slash RAM expansion. Pretty thin, this thing. I don't know if you saw pictures of it. Uh, he looked at a, uh, it was a, a joystick, a joysticks or mouse switcher as well. He's had some good stuff uh, back up on there. Um, I think that's pretty much. I saw some uh um uh, oh Did I, I i know we mentioned this last week i think about the uh um uh, about the o'brien's telling me about where to find the amiga round tables mm-hmm. i found a couple more i I'll, I'll linked them up on, on the uh on the show notes as well.
0: Oh, O'Brien's did also write in uh, with a couple sites where people are making Gloom mods. Yeah, did I had you see that. I
2: had I'd heard about that <laughs> Actually, I was surprised uh, uh, that uh, that it was still being fooled with. But hey, it's you know it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's pretty much all I saw. There are a few. I saw a few things come up. That, remember that nutty indie game we covered? Oh, boy, what was his name? Of it? it was it was a shooter. Uh, that was out last year. It had weird geometric yeah. shapes. And stuff. Mm-hmm. I saw that they put out a trainer for that. Probably a good idea because that I tried it and it was really hard. Um, there are a few games that are in beta, but I don't usually talk about that, so i will
0: hold off. That's pretty much all I got. Okay. Well, we had a ton of side updates this week. Yes, um, we did. It was crazy so, time. Uh, we want to welcome, again, Gary Hucker... To the uh, Amigos writing staff. Yeah, he's put. He's been a machine too. He's been doing yeah. some really good stuff. Um, he, uh, you know, just keeps on coming with all these, uh, you know, resurrecting these Amigas and talking about kind of the more obscure, the Super Ram 500 RX. That's the one. And, um, I uh, also got some news today. Look for we have a new, uh, we have a new writer, a new new writer really That's writing for us, none other than Guru Anthony from the Guru Meditation. Oh, Uh, wow. Yeah, he's going to be writing some articles for us. Slick. And uh, he's interested in actually him and his his buddy uh, are going to drive down to Hurricane from New York to record a joint show together. Oh, wow. Wow, Wow. Wow. That'll be something. Yeah, he's like... Those guys are great. He's like, you guys are in West Virginia. That's not too far away. And I was like... Wait, from where? From New York. (laughs) Are they from Europe? I, I, uh, they, so. they, they realize that, that 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 is a long way. Well, it, it? and they may be thinking about maybe like Wheeling or someplace like that, and we're we're not exactly in Wheeling, but um, but hey. You guys want to come down? Yeah. The Amigo Studio is open to Prepare you. Prepare to be humbled if they show up. <laughs> we will be but drilling full with it. Right. Uh, so um, look for an article from uh, Guru Anthony in the near future. I like it when these other podcasters show up. Yeah. Any podcasters, I don't care what you do, feel free. <laughs> Just give us a call. We'll have you on. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Flack, anytime. Um, so, uh, of course, Catcher, he's been at it. Uh, just writing up a storm every machine. time I go on there, it's another twenty thousand word review. Yeah, machine. Um, he uh, published a couple things. He did one last week that I forgot to cover about an anti-smoking game called "Don't Breathe Now." Yeah, I did see that actually. Yeah, I read that. Um, and uh, he put up a great article about all the unused assets and Amiga games. Yeah, and where those things pop up.
2: I mentioned that you know that, uh, when I, I responded to that because that was another interesting article. Uh, That was uh, those unused assets are how uh, Donkey Kong Two came about. That's how that guy who who made the hack of that he used all the unused assets in Donkey Kong to make that game, Mm -hmm.
0: and it's a good game. So
2: you know sometimes you can use that stuff.
0: Yeah, Uh, he put up a new Xenomorphs in Ditto Land. This time it was a clone of Mario Brothers, and the name of the game is called Duty. D o o d y. <laughs> yes, that's
2: what I still read that so, one too.
0: Wonderful. Um, and then finally, probably this might be his longest review that he's ever done, even longer than the Dizzy one. He put up a review of Whiz Kid, which is, I guess, the sequel to Whiz Wiz Ball. Ball. Yeah, I read um, that was a very intricate. Yeah, I mean, even he's weaving into, plots in and out. Because it's, now I know exactly what the scoop
2: is on, like, what, what is that? Yeah. Like, I know the... I didn't know there was a huge
0: backstory. Oh, I know. It's like reading The Silmarillion. I know. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, he goes back and he just traces all the threads and... Uh, so it spends
1: four thousand pages describing <laughs> the ball. Right, right. You know, I'm
2: gonna give I just on the basis of that article. I was having this I've got to give Whizball. I just felt like we because everyone talks about we how need great to give it it a is, and shot. we we just must
0: suck. Yeah, I think it has something to do with maybe doing it with the game pad and not not the joystick. There are a and... couple
2: things. There are a couple games we've played over the years. The years I say now because we're nearing our <laughs> we are. But uh, um, and Whizball and I'll tell you as much as I've ragged on it and killed it. I've never understood how everyone can like north or south. There's got to be something I'm missing.
0: Well, now that we know how to properly emulate better, I think that maybe we can handle some of those speed issues, possibly. Um, you know, even with hardball, I use those same configuration settings for Ghosts and Goblins, and it worked like a charm. So, um, and just in case people are, you know, into emulation and they're curious about the settings that we're using, it is and this came from Paul Kitchen you want to use 1.3 which Aaron that's what you suggested you want to use 5 512 fast ram and 512 chip ram and um there was one other piece of the puzzle oh yeah and then the, just a plain jane 6800 not the 030 or Yeah really had. not there wasn't much 000. that supported that newer
2: stuff This reminds me this isn't news but it's sort of sad news I was just thinking that when you get your scar cable We'll be able to, we'll be able to uh, do a lot of, uh, you know, actual Amiga. So, oh, here he pops
0: it out. You don't mean that SCART cable, do you? So, I've got, as I untangle it from the computer cable, which is precarious enough as it is. Um. So, this is a uh, Amiga RGB to SCART cable. Now, the problem is, is that the adapter that I have is also a male end. Oh, uh, so it's not going to work. So you need a, you know, you need a female. Yeah. So what I think I'm going to end up doing is getting a scart to HDMI adapter, and then just buying an HDMI. I'll let you had a scart to HDMI adapter. No, I don't. What do you have? I've got a scart to composite adapter, but it's male. It's not female. So um... have you looked for? Gender Changer? changer? I, I posted on the Amiga Reddit and was soundly told that uh, that would uh, not uh. work by multiple people. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, it's time anyway. You know, we need to get a better capture card anyway, you know. So, it's coming, but we've got this piece of the puzzle. I ordered this from that uh, European Amiga shop that starts with a V mm-hmm. for sales or something like that. And... Um, what did end up running you, Boat, after shipping? About 17 bucks. That's not bad. Not bad. Not Any, bad. Well,
2: along these lines, uh, I have been cursed with yet another Amiga problem. This time, I fired up my uh, uh, CD32 this week to play uh, some games. I had my rig set up, and I was going to use a super video output, and lo and behold, uh, when the I, I booted up a game, and, the, and for some reason, the screen... Uh, I'm losing some of the screen or all of the screen when a game's playing. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm going to like have left a, or right or up and down. It's hard. Imagine if you take the video cable and in and, and your VCR or your television and just start slightly pulling it out. And right when you get to the point where there's barely any contact, that's it'll do that basically. Um, uh, and it's, it's every port. I'm going to look into it. Uh, in fact, this weekend, I'm going to do a lot of this stuff and uh, try to figure out what the problem is. Also, I have a feeling, I've been doing a little research on my Amiga 1200 problem, I think, and I and Gary Hucker, of all the people, is the one that got me to thinking about it. Is the uh, I'm wondering if I'm not having a battery meltdown in my 1200, oh, yeah. because they I've read that the, always uh, a worry. the battery is near some of those little controller uh, areas, so I'm going to... This week is the week I'm gonna, or this weekend I'm gonna pull both those open. I've actually got a little spare time, and I'm gonna to try to figure out what's going on. But I have gotten the Amiga 1200 up and running enough to where I can record some stuff. I've got three of them in the can, and uh, I'll be putting out three. I think I've got, uh, I've got stunt car racer. I've got, uh, we're gonna do bar games, and I also did, uh, shoot what was. It? I did another one. I can't remember what it is right off the top of my head. So it should be three Amiga plays coming out for me. But uh, I'm gonna tape. When I pop these things open too, so there should be some watch dumb
0: guy fumble around in the dark videos for me as I try to figure out what's wrong with these things. People like that, you know. Whenever I show make little videos of like the Amigo Studios and stuff like that, we need the. This is Amigo Studios East.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great. Well, the problem is anytime I'm fumbling around in the dark, I'm wrestling with things that are expensive, old, and they can't be replaced. <laughs> so you
0: can see the problem in that. You know what you ought to do is do an Amigos plays of that crazy robot quiz show thing that you bought. You mean the uh, 2XL? That's exactly what I'm talking about. People would love an amigo's plays of that.
2: I might do it. I've you got should. several eight tracks. If he didn't eat them, I might be able to pull it off. Awesome.
0: <laughs> you remember him? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah you yeah, didn't I like two Excel decided did you? Jerk. How <laughs> can you say that? Well, he wasn't born in the late 60s like you were. So. <laughs> oh. Oh my. <laughs> One of the amigos was choked
2: to death on like a scart cable earlier today. You better drink a lot of that booze.
1: If he was drinking booze like that, I'd be afraid.
2: That would
0: yeah. be scary. That'd be that's that's John Bonham.
2: Brent, okay. what do you got to contribute today in the news in the news and feedback zone?
1: I I like Amiga. <laughs> Excellent,
0: <laughs> nice work, dummy. <laughs> um, so it's time to move on though to Hardball, which is a game that is near to both of your hearts. You put a lot of game a lot of hours into oh, this yes. game. This is one of those games that I didn't play. I don't know that this game came. If it did come to the Atari computer, I never had it. I always had Star League Baseball for the Atari 800. Um, Star League was a sort of different type of game. It was, that was like Yeah, it's a top-down, bird's-eye view. Not nearly as graphically impressive as Hardball. Even the C64, you know, the 8-bit version of this game, still looks good. By the way, this did come to the Atari. Did it? <laughs> I, I figured, I figured it, it came to everything. Yeah. All this was a big release. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about the overview, Aaron? Okay, uh, hardball of course. One of the reason we
2: picked this was because it was much like bar games. It was also from accolade. Accolade put out also some... the big
1: World Series that just happened,
2: and the big World Series that just did. anybody watch that? Bob? Oh my uh, gosh! Yeah. I watched the, I knew you. I the last game. You
1: the rain delay, the the sweat and bullets. How long did the rain delay go in there? Fifteen minutes. Yeah, not too bad. But apparently, the, the speech the hell given the
0: in the Cubs locker room was, was Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I was. I haven't been a baseball fan for about twenty years. Uh, the, when the old, the steroid scandal hit, I was pretty much done. Because that was your, those were your guys. When I left, my National League team was the Cubs. So, That's Mark good. Grace.
0: Good to see. Good to see them finally win. I was rooting for Cleveland.
2: Although, really, this was a battle of towns. I don't care about, <laughs> and my team stinks. But uh, um, yes, so it was also World Series time, So we picked this one. So hardball uh, on the Amiga came out in eighty-seven. I believe it debuted. I know it debuted on the Apple II. Really? Uh, uh, and I believe it was eighty. Maybe it was like eighty-six or eighty-five. Even it was. It was a. It was pretty long back. Uh, and uh, so it's funny that yeah, eighty-five. It's exactly when it was. So it's if you think about it, this game was incredibly old. Yeah. things considered. Um, it was the, again. It was uh, published by Accolade. It was. It was uh, developed by an outfit called Distinctive Software. Now, Distinctive Software sort of specialized in sort of sporty type games. I've played some of these. I'm going to read some of these off and see if you guys remember any of them. Uh, they did a 4D Sports Boxing, which yes. I remember that one. Sport 4D Sports Driving. No. Uh, Bill Elliott's NASCAR Challenge. Yes. Um, they did Dick Tracy, the Crime Solving Adventure, which was the uh, graphical... Adventure game, like a like a Scum type game. Uh, I, I well, I don't know. I haven't played it, but I, I do remember seeing. Yeah, it. I, I've I've never seen it. Um, they did uh, I, I, this game. I remember the International Grand Prix Racing Cycles. Uh, they did, of course they did Hardball 2. They did some Mickey learning games, but the big games they did. Let's see if you remember these: Test Drive and Test Drive Two: The Duel. Oh yes, In both those, which are tremendous games. And I assume they were. We before. need to do a test drive game at some. Point. I can't believe we have not done one. Actually, it's quite it's quite amazing. So anyway, they were they were pretty good hands. They worked with Accolade a lot uh, back in the day. Uh, Accolade themselves put out a ton of, 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 of good games. Bar Games is the one that immediately comes to mind. But they did a lot of stuff. I mean, they were a pretty big-time house uh, publishing house back in the day. One thing that this game reminds me an awful lot of, this is a duh-duh moment, but it's eerily similar to Fourth and Inches. If we You remember that one, the football game? Oh, yeah, I do. I've never Fo- played it. It is the exact if you took the if you took the engine from this I'd say engine up
1: down left right and, mechanic yeah mm-hmm. and put it in football yes
2: now it works better in baseball
1: it does uh,
2: but it it was a pretty playable football game. I, I remember enjoying it yes yeah and I don't yes. I don't remember how if they did any sequels like they like did hardball I I don't remember
1: like <laughs> a, do you remember a fourth and inches two or three I don't remember I don't but I think I think base or football had a lot of big hitters emerge. Yeah, when it would have been having a sequel,
2: um, we've done some of these uh, accolade games in the past. Jack Nicholas Golf, Elvira, you know, obviously Bubble Ghost was, which I think is the reason why we jumped on this in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about what Hardball is. Um, hardball is a, a, a basically it's an American baseball game. You have two teams. Uh, you don't get to choose your teams. You don't get to choose your players. They're Hardwired in. All right, now that would change. I believe in Hardball Five when you
0: could actually. You Holy had, cow! They did four sequels before yeah, you could actually yeah, change your team. Well, Hardball
2: right. Five is the one that I remember. I, I think I know that's one where you could edit stats. That, that's the one you could you could you had a league of teams. You could set up leagues. And, and you could do trades. You could do. Uh, you could do a bunch of like management stuff where they brought in. One thing Hardball, the Hardball series did, we're skipping ahead a little bit, but we're just going to talk about it. The Hardball series sort of combined the action genre of baseball with the statistical genre that had been around. Like, like, managerial type. Mm-hmm. Like Earl Weaver, or, uh, uh, I'm trying to go another one, where you, or, didn't state, did Star League have any it Was That was mostly No,
0: Star League didn't do anything. I like can't that, remember. it lots of since yeah. like –
2: But, I mean, they took, they made it so your roster could, uh, you could flush it out. You could edit you can the game. You can
0: see stats. I mean, for a lot of games, you couldn't even see stats of this vintage. And, you know? spe-
2: and I'll put it, for example, my buddy and me, when the Reds played the A's in the World Series, uh, we put the Reds on one team and the A's, that was a great day for me. <laughs> A's on the other team. And we actually programmed the entire team's both rosters in with their full stats. And we had the computer play itself over a series of games, and the Reds won. Just like real life. Yeah, just like real life. But, I mean...
1: They went in four?
2: I'm not saying... I don't know. (laughs) I'm not saying it was 100% accurate, you know, but it was... You could do it. Mm -hmm. It was something different. TV, sports, basketball, similar, you know, similar Mm -hmm. situation. You could put your own team names in. At that point, it didn't really matter who you had. But in the original hardball, that wasn't in yet.
1: Now, do Uh, you think that was a way of skirting around paying the leagues for the names and likenesses? Or do you think that was just a natural progression of the technology?
0: In Hardball's case, I think it's because they were talking about a game from 1985 that fit on one disc. I don't think licensing really was a a thing, hardly back then. I think that, um, you know, like the MLB license, I think the first game to use it was RBI Baseball, and it didn't even have the team license. It only had the player's license, which is weird to think about, but that's the way it was. Um, I think that. It's odd to me. I can't think of, you know, a baseball game. This is, like, right in the middle of when baseball games are really early and then later baseball games. Because it's got the graphics of, you know, like, not quite as good as, say, bases loaded, but it's pretty close. Oh, I would say it's it's on par. But, you know, the the not have the ability to choose your team from a list of teams. Well, now...
1: You, you could choose between two teams, you get the All-Stars and the Champions.
0: Okay, you're right, you're right. But
1: I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Hardball 2, you could actually choose the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had, I think they had all of the major league cities mm-hmm. at, at the time.
0: And, um, and sure, I'm sure that, you know, they looked at the market and they say, you know, it costs this much to get the license. It's not worth it to us because we don't have, I, there really wasn't a whole lot of competition on the PC in the baseball space. I mean, well, besides Hardball, what else was there? Oh Earl Weaver. Base
1: yeah, the bases loaded Was bases uh, loaded on PC? I don't, yes. I
0: don't. Was it?
1: I'm almost positive, yeah. In fact I believe I can tell you a couple of other uh Earl Weavers mm-hmm. or a championship baseball or two that were out at the same okay. which It'd I don't the time. It'd be interesting I don't remember championship know,
0: baseball for the obvious reasons. It so. would be interesting to know if any of those had the license or if none of them did.
1: I remember as a child, and I don't remember what age, that being able to input your own names was a big deal to <laughs> mm-hmm. me. Not because I wanted to put the pro players, but because I wanted to put my friends on it. Yeah, team. oh yeah. yeah. So I, I, I half wonder if that was a selling point at the time, like make a team of your own and then go sure. face the champs. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I do know for a fact, for sure, in the later years, football games did it to skirt, skirt around mm-hmm. the paying the
2: licenses. Right, right. <clears throat> now, now, to get into the let's get into the meat of the game, in terms of gameplay. So, this game, what made it unique, was most baseball games took sort of a top-down view, mm-hmm. right? Sort of like. Uh,
0: TAR twenty six hundred baseball, mm-hmm. or or in television, right? You right? either have kind of the view looking down, like if you could fly up in the air behind home plate and you're looking down at the diamond, or like Star League baseball view, where you're behind the first base dugout, but you're way, way, way high in the air and seeing it from an isometric right. point of view.
2: This game took a uh, very uh, television shoot approach, where you're when you're uh, your the camera is behind to the, the pitcher at an angle. So you see the pitcher and you see the batter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a tremendous it, jump in playability and certainly the way it looks. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at what this game is, if you boil it down, there's not... It's a simple game in some ways. The animations are simple okay, because... Well, I, you're right, but I'm saying the pitcher, he, all you had to basically do was animate him throwing the ball.
1: He doesn't really he just looks like a guy throwing the ball. It looks good, but that's that, that's his animation. Mm-hmm. And they had they went as far as to do an overhand and a side arm yeah. type of approach. The
2: catcher gets behind him, he moves that glove <laughs> around, but I mean he never moves. Yeah, the glove, the glove is can the only fly thing off that his arm <laughs> with telekinetic powers and he catches some of the crazy balls you throw. Now uh, uh, the fielders are animated, but they're much less interesting looking. They're that when you when the ball's hit into the outfield, for example, or hit at all. You switch views to more a more traditional view, you a know, sort of at a slam, down, but mm-hmm. still. And then you and then you can, but the, they do give the illusion that the ball is in flight. You can, I mean, I didn't have any trouble really telling if the ball was in the air. Once you played a few times, you can understand it. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's a ground or whatever. Yeah. Now uh, um, the. Uh, the way you pitch and hit are quite revolutionary. I think I don't remember it being At done the like time, this. Yeah, yes. you and feel even, well, and, it,
1: and it's still done today. Yeah, yeah.
2: the uh, you take your joystick, and you, if the 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 uh, on if you're pitching, there'll be a list of pitches on on the on the left hand side of the screen, and there'll be I mean, and the thing is, it varies between pitcher, which I like because not every pitcher has every pitch, mm-hmm. and this game has the knuckleball, which I'm a big fan. Oh of. yeah, so I always I like to play knuckleball pitcher. So you it'll be like left for fi- fastball, right for curveball, up for slider, down for uh breaking ball. And then you so you that and you move your joystick in that direction, hit the button, and then the next menu will pop up as your plate where you want to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. You can throw it in you know, it's take a tic tac toe, right? You can throw it in any of those squares. And then once you hit the button, your ability to control the pitch is gone. He just throws it where you told him to. Mm-hmm. Depend on his fatigue and his ability to have be accurate. So the statistics come into play at that point. And then, as the batter, you click the ball the button once to say I'm ready, or you can have it. You can say pull down and click the button. To say we're going to bunt, okay. And then the next thing comes up is the tic tac toe thing, and you're going to choose. You're trying to choose which area you're going to hit the ball. You know, look for to hit the ball, and then you. You hit the button when the ball gets there. You're actually playing your part in real time, not like the pitcher. And then you'll either hit the ball, you'll miss the ball,
0: or the ball will be a ball. Mm -hmm. That's it. Um, You know, it's funny. Trying to explain the rules of baseball, I always thought that baseball was an easier game to conceptualize than football, but it's not. Like, having a (laughs) wife that doesn't know American sports... The, the variables that go into everything that happens in baseball all the time, at the end, I was just like, just watch it and it'll start to make sense, which is code for <laughs> I don't know how to explain this problem. You understand why
1: <laughs> baseball is uh, a popular American sports pastime, right? No. Statistics.
0: Oh, yeah. 100% it's, statistics. It's the only thing that keeps the game from being unwatchably boring.
1: It, 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 <laughs> that. I mean, that's why it caught on because you can always. If you want to be knowledgeable about it, you can say, "Oh, I know this all right. this dude oh, stats. Yeah. and then that says to someone else, "Oh, he he right. knows blah blah yeah, blah." Yeah, being
0: able to read the box score, even keeping score—like you don't keep score for any other sport with the with the pad and stuff—and you're right, you're right. The uh, playing, I think,
2: playing baseball is more fun than watching it. Absolutely, and, so, and playing—and mm-hmm. I will say this game, uh, uh, despite the fact that you're looking at something that's 31 years old, right. It um it's still a playable game. Mm-hmm. It looks
1: remarkable in my opinion.
2: It does, and it plays well, and what I like about it is you most baseball to this point have been pretty cut rate. Mm-hmm. Right. Now not everybody like my favorite baseball game of all times is the Intellivision MLB baseball. It gives you total control of your character. Uh, on your gamepad. It's the only thing that uses that gamepad perfectly,
0: yeah. in my opinion. Now, that said, it's not a real looker. It's not. Well, again, <laughs> it's, it's the <laughs>
2: Intellivision. But, I mean, and playability. But this game is an excellent bridge mm-hmm. between the two. Mm-hmm. It gives you... I mean, I, I, it's amazing with the one-button joystick interface they came up with for this is genius. When the balls hit... Uh, you are pretty much controlling the fellow that the ball is going to be nearest it'll be flat, your guy will be flat, yeah,, mm-hmm. and then, as you catch the ball, the menu will pop up with all the players you could throw it to, and you it's and and you would think to yourself well you catch the ball, then you've got to make that decision. It can be very seamless mm-hmm. i threw I was throwing guys out at first base sometimes i would I had plays very exciting plays where I'd get a guy at a home plate, you know with a good throw, you could hit the cutoff guy mm hmm uh, your runners have the ability to, to uh, advance a base. They have the ability to steal. They have uh, a lot of... You can intentionally walk people. Mm-hmm. You can set lineups the way you want them. You can change the lineups. You can't change the guy's stats, but you can change if Subs. they're playing or not. There's plenty of guys. You can sub, yeah. You can change pitchers. There. You, uh, um, <clears throat> you can intentionally walk. Like I said, you can do a bunch of interesting stuff that you wouldn't expect
1: a game that old to let you do. Uh, it has everything that baseball is, you know, with the exception of like infield uh, out rules, five, in, the infield fly rule. Right. Uh, it doesn't go that in that deep, but it goes remarkably deep. It does,
2: um, and it's it's a smooth interface. I'm not saying it's perfect, but it's for the time it's top shelf. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I haven't played this thing for decades. And to go back and play it this week was sort of a joy. I played the computer. I, I think I played four full games, and I played a couple. Wow. Where I, <laughs> I played a couple where I was just like, I played for a little while. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm getting murdered. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: but it, Did you find the AI, to be pretty fair? The AI is tough. It ramps. It, 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 it starts out... Uh, you know, swings at anything, mm-hmm. and it actually. When I mean, as the game up, goes on, one, I, I yeah. thought i to agree with you on that. No, it does. The first couple
2: innings, time. you can knock them out, and I mean, they'd, I'd be doing great, and then man, I'd get murdered. You mm-hmm. know, hitting is difficult for me, um, and, and, and that's the com- biggest complaint of the game was hitting was too hard.
0: But hitting is
2: hard, and so it's not entirely it's, unrealistic. Yeah, it's also hard in real life. Yeah, so. uh, and and so that, I thought that was neat. I like the ability to. To uh, you know, I love the ability to swap players. I mean, you can do weird stuff like put a pitcher out left field. Mm-hmm. You could put three or four pitchers in and swap mm-hmm. between them. Mm-hmm. You know, you would never do this in real life. It gives you... you that freedom, sure. And I mean, they could; they didn't have to do that. Now, when you uh, start the game, or when you when you go to a timeout, uh, where you, there's a screen that lets you pit, ma- do your managerial maneuvers. This is an ugly screen. They did not go out of their way to make this part of the game attractive
0: in any way. Right, but the text is easy to read. It's you easy know, to read. It's and, functional. And really, I think the graphics mode on the Amiga that you have to fit that many columns of text on the screen, I don't think they could have done it. You might be ways. right.
2: It's very utilitarian, mm-hmm. right? Now, that said, uh, when you hit a home run, it is not impressive. Your guy runs the bases. He it goes it. over the ball. You hear some noise, and it says "home run" in a little box. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no fireworks. No, he's not strutting yeah. like the Nate. He's mm-hmm. just he runs the base. He's not taking a he's not taking a <laughs> wide turn at first. He ain't doing
0: jack. I'd love to see the Nate hit a home run. Oh yeah, that'd be great. <laughs>
2: um, the uh, I like some of the little flourishes. For example, uh, when you're when you're looking from the pitcher's perspective, you'll see a guy leaning out of the backstop in the back. And he's occasionally see him blow
1: a bubble. He's chewing gum mm-hmm. back there. You know, the, you yeah, the that? managers and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was that was cute. Um, and did you notice he's chewing the same colored gum as his team? The red, t- <laughs> yeah, red oh, team, red team, chewing red gum. Blue <laughs> team, blue, blue gum. The. Uh,
2: um, it's a simple game in a lot of ways. Baseball.
1: I mean, I know you just said it wasn't, but it's in a lot of ways, baseball can be a simple game when you grow up with it at the you know, base simple. at the basic level. Could you did you feel like you could pick this up and immediately you understood
0: everything? Um, the, no, I. It took me a while to figure out exactly because I didn't look at the manual that you have to press the button. And then press the to to trigger the, the, the arrows to come up. Yeah. and then and then do and it. So you just sat there and you weren't why you weren't getting pitched it. right? To, you know. But once once I did figure that out, it became very easy. And I really admire the way that they. It's a combination of giving you the freedom to do what you want, but not making it so complicated that it's too many options. That's right.
1: Yeah. It, when when your biggest comp, uh, complaint about learning how to play is sitting there for 30 seconds and then figuring out right you know you did something good in your yeah. game yeah uh, and I agree the every throwing to second makes sense you hold up throwing to first makes sense mm-hmm. you hold right uh, you might take that for granted because some games don't do that mm-hmm. uh, basis loaded three. three
0: it was an <clears throat> and you know
1: you think how do you mess that up but then you think well it's genius that they got it right
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um also, the, the call on the pitches, something that is different between the Amiga version and the C64 version is on the C64 version, everyone had a fastball. Everyone could just hold no direction when mm-hmm. they picked a pitch and could throw a fastball. Interesting, Which makes sense. I believe the PC was like that as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The Amiga version, you have to do a direction, and uh, fastball can be a pitch, mm-hmm. but...
0: But you might have a cutter instead or right. something like that. There similar, are pitchers yeah. that don't have fastballs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, um, I, I think that's good.
1: Well, everyone can throw, throw the ball hard. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. your
0: knuckleballer is
2: not going to be a big... He's probably not going to be a fastball guy. For right. Example. Well,
1: he, and here's the yeah. thing. Another pitch is fastball exclamation point.
0: Yeah. Mm. Which,
1: that's, that's the dude that can really throw the hit Okay, yeah. okay. He's I, I
0: never saw him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, The... Uh,
2: the pitch, the pitching added a lot to it for me. I like the fact that you've got different types of pitchers. Again, they didn't <clears> have to do that, <throat> mm-hmm. you know, but that made it fun. Um, the, you know, it's a funny thing. The outfit that made this game eventually got bought by. First of all, they were they were the first big Canadian, um, yeah. the for, for, Canadian de- software is. developing game software developers, oh. and so I thought that was interesting. And they were eventually absorbed by EA. Mm-hmm. Now. What this did was, and to a certain degree, this left Accolade in the cold, mm-hmm. because this this was the company that made a lot of their top games, mm-hmm. and so they ended up. It didn't go well for them. In fact, there was a lawsuit between the two, like two lawsuits, but you know, after they left, uh, where they were saying that these guys took code with them and vice mm-hmm. versa. So, eh, you know, an accolade. Boy, they just were there, and then they were gone, weren't they?
1: Yeah, it's 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 unfortunate. I mean, I'm sure there was some behind-the-scenes thing where they didn't make their, their working editions well, you know, good enough for people to stay. Uh, but you hate to see a company fold. Uh, yeah. At least I do. Now I have another question about the, the play of the game. Did you feel like the pacing was good?
0: I didn't like the fact that you have to space bar. Like, it takes you back to the stack screen after every, after every batter. Um... That when you have to take your hands off the controller, it kind of takes you out of the experience. Um, But apart from that, like you guys said, you know, I really like the ambience of the game and the way that the game felt like it was kind of old school old school in my mind which is like the 1980s okay, where, it is old school where you didn't have the green screen advertisements behind home plate you know you just had like a cinder block wall
1: you know? and you had an interesting crowd a very you, colorful interesting mm-hmm. crowd a very di- racially diverse colorful clothing crowd
0: yeah yeah um, you know I love baseball uh, it's my favorite sport I played baseball my whole life when i when i lived in england i played baseball i played you know when i was in a league now i play softball which if you don't know what that is that's baseball for old, old fat lazy men um <laughs> often and, involving beer yes uh, always in my <laughs> team's case and um and so uh you know in this game really it it captured the it captured the way that the games feel in a way that not a lot of baseball games from 1985
1: did. Well, and not a lot of game, not a lot that they capture today. Yeah. Because now in baseball games, you can literally skip everything that you aren't involved in. If you're playing the third baseman, which I think it's awesome, you can pick a player and be this player. Mm-hmm. But you skip three or four innings if you don't bat. You you skip your complete the teams that bat if the ball is not coming to you. You skip not now. You can turn that all off, mm-hmm. but you can shorten the, an entire game to be like fifteen minutes. Right. I I appreciate the pacing of Hardball because it does feel like baseball. It does. Mm-hmm. It I the same thing. It
0: also feels like baseball, right. and baseball is a very slow mm-hmm. sport. Right. right. And if you if you're not into that. And you can't tune. If you can't get yourself in that mindset, you're not going to enjoy it.
2: The thing is, I was for our European fans who may not be know. Or I noticed that we had a lot of hits from Israel in the past couple. I do I think reason. that was that was a hacker. I don't know. But uh, for anyone who is not acquainted with baseball, and you're thinking to yourself, I'd like to get in here and and maybe I'd like to give this a shot. This is the perfect game because it's not complex. It's you could sit down and you can probably figure it out. I mean, Really, it's not
0: a difficult... When you boil baseball to its basic parts, it's not that difficult. You know, you know? I'd have to play... Because I don't want to tell people this is the one... If you have an Amiga, this is the one that you should play. If you have multiple systems, this would not be the game that I would recommend you play first if you don't know baseball. Well, which one do you think would be simple? Oh, I think RBI Baseball on the regular Nintendo. Uh, Little League Baseball is a vastly superior game. I'm not saying oh, this is... Oh,
1: superior game? There's tons. But this yes. is one
2: button joystick game that has literally minimal input from you you don't have to do anything you're
0: going to be frustrated with the hitting too frustrated you
1: are because it's realistic hitting yeah if you go an entire game and get 12 hits you're like yeah yeah
0: um but that said if you have an amiga um and you want to try a baseball game on the amiga how would you compare this to earl weaver was earl weaver on the amiga yes yes was it I you know well I, I know hardball two was on here which we have mm-hmm. we didn't I didn't
2: look at for this review we may go back and look at that one sometime uh, I remember hardball two different it, pitching
1: angle it's a little different it's a lot different. but
2: I you know I I remember playing Earl Weaver back way back this is a this is a Earl Weaver had roster discs and stuff that this doesn't have mm-hmm. so Earl it Weaver was more, more statty yeah uh, but uh, I, you know and when it comes to just ease of play. This one, I think, is just, and if you were something to pick, I mean, fourth and inches is the same way. Is it the best football game? Absolutely not. Is this the the best baseball game? Almost certainly not. But if you want to sit down and play something real quick that's fun, that requires minimal knowledge of the sport or minimal effort,
1: just for something for fun, I think this is a fun game. If you want to grab a beverage, sit down, and figure out American baseball, And don't play some high-paced shooter beforehand. Just sit down (laughs) Mm -hmm. and just say, I'm going to take 15 minutes to figure this sport out. 100% this is the game. Yeah,
0: yeah, I agree.
2: You can show me your article, by the way.
1: Oh, well, are we going to the review? We're moving on. Okay, this game actually released twice. Um, it released in 1987 and then re-released in 1993, which is mind-boggling <laughs> to me. It was uh, probably part of a compilation <clears throat> hits thing. I'd it, wish it, it. No, it was a standalone game. It, it was still, I'm sure it was released it, on a greatest hits like. No, it was just a budget game. Yeah, it was released I mean. as a budget, but not with other games with it. It was alone. Right. Mm. Um, the the 1987 release. Was mixed reviews, but it was far more positive than the 1993 release. Apparently, the 1993 release changed next to nothing, uh, which I guess if you played this in '97 and then someone or '87 and then someone handed it to you again to play in '93, you're gonna think something's gonna change, things are gonna get better, maybe the batting's a little bit easier, and when it's not, you get punished for it, and the reviews punished it. Uh, something I printed out that was kind—it's of, kind of amusing. If you look right keep going here that's this little block of gray that's an entire review of the 1993 version that little square of text is what they decided was worthy of giving the game <laughs> which the first game in 90 or in 87 released to two pages
0: of reviews on right. almost every platform. Well, now that you, you put it, I didn't put that together in my mind in that context, but reviewing a game that at that point was ten year, almost 10 years old, you know, 85 to 93, you know, I wouldn't give it that much text either. Well, and,
1: and this magazine <laughs> felt uh, 100% agreed. Something else that's amusing is if you... First of all, it, the roster, uh, little uh, Easter eggs, has... Uh, Designers of the game in there. (laughs) That old chestnut. Mm -hmm. Um, The manual of the game has little tips and tricks. uh, A whole section of it. My favorite being uh, that they scout the team for you. Uh, Tells you who the best pitchers are. uh, What kind of uh, pitches they throw. Um... They go out of their way to really uh, ham it up in the manual. Uh, they very stylized manual, a, a fun read. Once you get past how to actually play the game, it's 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 got a little a couple quips in there that's pretty good. Um, no trivia really on this game outside of the developers on the, on the list, uh, but fun game. You know, do you remember the box for this game? I do remember that as well.
2: It was it was like green. It was turf. It looked like turf all over the box. It wasn't, mm-hmm. I mean, like it was just picture of turf. It was very distinctive. Mm-hmm. I mean, it stood out in my head. I remember that. Very yeah yeah. It, was, yeah, I it could just, definitely it, was, it, was, like it that. just looked look. like uh, you know a major league field was the box. You know, just like the, the close up of it. Right. It was very. I always thought that was kind of goofy. Uh, but it, but it was very. You could see it. You could pick it out of a crowd. You know, sure. I
0: wonder was this the only baseball game on the Amiga until Earl Weaver came? Well, in. Hardball too. This was after Earl Weaver, I think. Earl Weaver preceded Hardball. Yeah. The game before it? Yeah. Mm. Earl Weaver Weaver's pretty old. Earl, Earl
1: Weaver was an electronics art game uh, that was out at the same time. Uh, slightly older is Championship Baseball. Okay. Because this review uh, goes out of its way to say, buy those others, don't buy those. Well, there's games. also there's Hardball
2: 2, and I believe there was a TV Sports Baseball as well. So, Which was also uh,
0: so you had options, you know, if yes. you were an Amiga owner.
2: Yeah, yeah. Let me ask you a question, Bo. Just slightly, but sort of. What year do you think? Do you figure that the Neo Geo baseball game we like so much came out? Two
1: thousand two? No, no, no. Uh,
2: Nineteen
0: ninety eight. So you're talking about uh, baseball? First stars?
2: ball stars. Uh, baseball
0: stars. Two. Well, baseball stars came. Baseball stars had a port on the original Nintendo. So I'd say, well, the, radically na- different na- na- game. Nineteen eighty nine. Right, but the 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 arcade version came out before. Right. The oh, so. wait,
1: wait, the, he, you're talking about
2: Baseball Stars Two, right? Well, Baseball Stars Two is the one I like, but that series is pretty I'd old. Say,
0: I'd say I'd say Baseball Stars Two, probably early nineties, ninety three. Baseball mm-hmm. Stars One, maybe nineteen ninety ninety one.
2: I'll. I, it's another. I was thinking. I was when we were talking about the easy games to pick up a play. Baseball starts too. It's not Neo easy at all. What do you mean? I think that's a great game and it's
1: fun. Oh no, it's awesome, but it, it, I don't it's think not it's a, that
2: difficult to play. To you,
1: we we, we played it it a lot of. It is because you've got a lot. You've got power ups and stuff that aren't really part of baseball. You don't have to use them though. We've made game. We have games where we just don't use. power-ups. But that's not the point. They're yeah, still there. Really,
2: they're that's a fun game. Uh, I'll be, I mean, just, it's a fun game. You know, if you consider the time, way that looks and sounds though. And to think that they were releasing Hardball the same year that maybe that one came out, right? It's like holy shit. Well, smart. and that's why oh, you know yeah. they,
0: there are so many games for the original Nintendo that just are just they're just better games than this. But if you have an Amiga, you know we're talking about Amiga.
1: What? Yeah.
0: Um, Baseball Stars came out on the original Nintendo in 1989. The port, the arcade port. I'm looking up. So talk about something else. Uh, all right. Something else that came to mind when I was reading this. This
1: little itty-bitty square review. Why'd you read that? Uh, Because it's really poor print. I'll (laughs) try. Uh, This, uh, U.S. Gold is the one who did the port. Uh, They said that, you know, surprisingly not much of an improvement over its 8-bit counterpart (laughs) despite the inclusion of sampled speech, which is something we didn't even talk about. was a sound. The guy says, strike! And the crowd cheers. Very good. Actually, the crowd continuously murmurs. Which you think would find it be annoying because it's a complete loop, but it breaks up the silence just enough.
0: It's great. There are so <clears> many <throat> Amiga games that we play that are just dead silent, and I was so fearful that this would be one of them. But it, the, the the crowd noise, that ambient sound, it's great. It's It awesome. was good.
2: I will say the soundness... I don't know how much of an improvement this was over the, say, the C60 court.
1: This was a it, huge... It was not. It was, it was, it was an improvement... <laughs> And color count and stuff like that, but the graphics are almost identical, and not in a bad way. The C sixty four was just the C sixty four Mm -hmm.
2: versions was one of the biggest selling C sixty four games. It was a huge. Oh yeah, Yeah.
0: I was surprised at how little difference there was between the Amiga and the C sixty four version. I mean, the Amiga versions definitely got more colors on the screen, Mm -hmm. but apart from, I mean, C sixty four looks pretty good. Mm. Well,
1: and it's that's not to speak ill of the Amiga version. It
0: obviously looked better, right?
1: But it, it just says how good the C64 version looks
0: right like. and i'm sure that it you know when making the port they could have done a better you know they could have utilized the amiga more but they they pushed it as far as they thought they needed to yeah, yeah. i mean cause
2: digitized out. speech on the amiga stuff like that's no big deal mm-hmm. i mean you can do that on um game.
0: just uh, it, baseball stars released in the arcades and on the nintendo in the same year 1989 uh-huh. baseball stars 2 released on the nintendo and the arcades in the same year 1992 so, so it predates the re-release of this so you can see Oh, you, my God. <laughs> oh, when you say that. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know,
2: I knew 98 where well, you were way off on that, man. So, um... I give it a thumbs up. Y- yeah. It's a good game. Did you check eBay on this one? I did. Um, there's a copy in the States right now you can get uh, for... I think it was 34 bucks or best offer. So, I wouldn't go 34 bucks. And then, uh, in Europe, uh, you've got... Uh, copies available for 20 bucks and under, shipped US. Uh, and uh, disks for 10, you know? Okay. So and and I, hard I, I having not played Hardball 2 on the Amiga not for a while anyway. I can't say go get this, screw Hardball 2. Hardball 2 may be better.
1: It's I'll a different. Look name. At it. Yeah. It's a different perspective on the field. It's a different. Did you got to look at it. Yeah. To, we what?
0: we might fire it up for a few minutes on the on the live stream mm. just to compare. Um Brent, anything else you want to add? I think that does it. All Thanks right. for
1: having me back, guys. No
0: problem. Well, we want to thank all of our Patreon supporters. Uh, we got Jason Warns, uh, who has ascended to uh, having his name read right on the air. So thank you, Jason. Uh, Graham Vebke, uh, Rob O'Hara, Paul Harrington, Lauren Giroux, Jonas Rullo, Holbjorn Barman, Tapes from the Crypt, Adam Bradley, new Amigos superfan Chris Folds, Will Foles. Williams, Daniel Bingston, O'Brien's Retro and Vintage, Chad Halstead, and some guy named Brent. So, By the way, cough it up. (laughs) um, Next week, I know you haven't thought about what you want to do yet, right? Uh, You know, it's funny. I had something, but I don't remember what it was. So what do you got? Here, I think it's been a while since we've done a platformer. Okay. I think we should do James Pond next week.
2: We, yeah, we never did the original. We've never do we? done the original. How did that happen? I don't
0: know. We did James Bond 2, Robocod, but never the that original. strange. How it did is. we miss the
2: first one? I don't know. You're sure we haven't I'm done sure, it? I'm
0: sure. I've done an Amigos plays on it, but we haven't, we haven't covered it on the well, show. Well, hell, let's do it. That yeah. sounds great to me. All right, sounds good. We'll see you then. Until then, adios. adios.